Walt Disney World Memories Podcast, memory number 73, a June 2012 trip report, and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Today's memory is made possible by the recurring supporters. These are listeners like you that are helping to ensure that we can continue to produce high-quality family entertainment as we've been doing since 2006. As a thank you for their generosity, these supporters receive gifts from me like ad-free and early access to episodes. If you would like to find out how to join the recurring supporters for as little as $1 a month, visit our website at www-memories.net slash support. You can now become a supporter directly through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Patreon, as well as many other ways. I hope you can agree that the work we have put into the show is worth it and would consider a small support donation. Again, to find out how you can help, go to www-memories.net slash support. Welcome to Memory 73 of the WDW Memories Podcast. My name is Lou, and I'll once again be your host as we take this journey into another Walt Disney World memory. Today's again going to be a departure from our normal request and memory show. Today we're going to do a trip report from my trip last month in June. This trip was over four days, the first three of which were in the evenings or before the convention in Orlando, and the fourth was with the whole family. So I'm going to break this trip report up into three consecutive episodes, which I'll release on three consecutive weeks. That's right, instead of every other week, I'm going to be putting these out on a special weekly schedule. And today we're going to be continuing that trip report with Day 2 at the Magic Kingdom and Day 3 at Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios, since they were both just evenings after my meetings were done for the day. Now for those of you unfamiliar with how I like to do trip reports, listen up. I'll be doing a lot of talking, but listen closely to the audio behind me as I'll be trying to intersperse what I'm talking about with little clips of stuff from that moment. Then at the end of the report, I'll include a special memory from that time period to continue sharing these memories with all of you each podcast. So don't forget, all of these clips will be in binaural, so headphones on, and let's get to part two of this trip report. Day two, I haven't been in the Magic Kingdom yet, and so I wanted to go. uh, It was also one of the later parks, and according to lines... I was it's supposed to be one of the lighter crowds. So I went over to the Magic Kingdom and my shuttle arrived late. They started taking me over to Universal to go pick somebody else up and it had just started storming as soon as they got there. Uh there was some problems also with my bus pass and or my shuttle pass and so we go the wrong direction towards Universal, get almost there and they tell the lady not to even worry and to just head on to the Magic Kingdom. Um, so we get to the Magic Kingdom, and it's taken me probably an additional hour to get there because, of course, there is lots of traffic. And it's just, okay, I'm a little frustrated, but I'm at the Magic Kingdom. You can't be too upset now. Uh, I met up with my friend who was, who's the one who's been getting me into the parks. Uh, he had just sent me a ticket for Sunday when I was at, uh, at Hollywood Studios. And this ticket was, and he met me at the gate this time to actually sign me in and take me into the park. And it was great. 
Uh, we took the hotel monorail around to the Magic Kingdom gate because, uh, of course, crowds are a little heavy. Uh, didn't feel like waiting for two or three rides on or two or three trains on uh, the main line, the express line. So that's always a quick, quick shortcut tip. You know, if you want to avoid the lines, head around the hotel line. It actually usually works really good. Now, we both really wanted to see the changes that they've been doing to Storybook Circus. Uh, we'd seen online, you know, that the areas were supposedly opening up, like the, the the waiting area for Dumbo and stuff. So we both went back. Two men in their 30s, wandering back through the park, went straight to uh, to the Storybook Circus area via Liberty, Liberty Square. And just chatting the whole way. It was great to catch up with my friend and... Uh, we got to see the changes, looked at the peanuts in the ground, looked at the elephant footprints on the ground, and the the, the detail that really is going into Storybook Circus is going to be awesome. Unfortunately, almost nothing was actually open because it's still under construction, and apparently the Disney Parks blog put out some stuff that was a little bit early that will be opening shortly. So we couldn't see the new Dumbo area, the second uh, spinner hadn't been opened up. Uh, the storybook circus was un- still covered and didn't have its, uh, I'm sorry, the Casey Jr. Circus train play area was still covered and it wasn't open. So uh, there was a lot of area that's just, just still under construction walls. And that really just hurts that area. But I think once it's done and it's open and it's spacious, it's going to be really good right now. It was crowded. So, Anyways, we finished looking around and decided to head back up. Uh, and my friend had to head off because he's got family he had to get home to. He's got a brand new baby. And it was great to just catch up with him. And so we parted ways and he headed out and I headed over to the Haunted Mansion. Now, I've been on the Haunted Mansion before since they've done the refurbs. And I still think it's an awesome attraction. While on the ride, we had to pause a couple times. I got stopped right at the front hall, and I wish I was a little bit further. I could have gotten pictures of the paintings or something, but unfortunately where I was, I couldn't actually get any pictures there. But the second time I got stopped, I got stopped right in front of uh, Leota in the seance room, and then I got a couple really good shots. I hope those turn out too. I think I, I think they came out pretty good. Um, so we continue on through the attraction. It's a great ride, and that finish area where the uh, the ghosts, the hitchhiking ghosts, get into your car and they start playing with your head. I hadn't seen those changes. That was just amazing. Uh, really, really cool. If you haven't been back to uh, Haunted Mansion, go ride it again. Really, very worth it. Um, after this, I took a fa- ran over to Big Thunder Mountain, picked up a fast pass, hopefully to be able to ride later. And according to lines, I should go ride Pirates of the Caribbean. So I, I thought for sure this would be a great ride. Ran over to that. The crowds were, of course, fairly light for this attraction. Walked almost onto the attraction. I think I waited all of about five minutes for Pirates at this time. And 
I thought that was great. I loved the ride. Uh, the audio sounded good. One thing I noticed, though, it was hot. It, it felt like the air conditioners either were broken or struggling because in the attraction itself, it was the warmest I think it had ever been. Usually you go through that ride and you're cold or whatever, and it was actually very warm to me. So Pirates is finished. I head over to the Hall of Presidents because I haven't seen the new version with Barack Obama. And I wanted to go see the new new version and record that. Um, and according to, you know, touring plans, according to lines, and in my memory, they used to run on the quarter hour. Well, apparently in the summertime when it's really busy, they just run it as soon as it's done, every 20 minutes. So I'm actually out of sync with it. I've got about 15 minutes to before the next show so i go in i take a few pictures and i decide well i haven't eaten supper let me go eat let me go see what i can find to eat and there's that little stand right there that sells fruit but they i also noticed they've got a sign there that says they sell potatoes so i was going to get a potato and they said well do you want sweet or white oh i'd love a sweet potato so they gave me these two smallish sweet potatoes but perfectly cooked and they could, they also do cinnamon and butter and sugar or whatever if you want to put on top. And I put that on top and then, you know, is there anything else you want? And we've got corn. Corn, great. So roasted corn and a sweet potato. It sounds like a very healthy, very perfect dinner. Uh, and get a bottle of water. And I was set. That was a great meal for me. Sat down right there, ate, walked back over to the Hall of Presidents because by now it's pretty much time. And just as I walk in, they were ju- they had just closed the front door uh, to wait p- have people wait for the next show. And I said, is there any way I can get in? They said, yeah, quick, run. So I ducked under the rope, ran straight for the doors. And as soon as I stepped in the door, they started the greeting. And so it was almost like they were greeting me. So it was kind of fun. Anyway, so they greet everybody and the show starts. The changes that they've made to this show, uh, Morgan Freeman is an awesome uh, narrator, and the uh, storyline change, it's okay, uh, but of course the presidents are always just so amazing, the, it's so uh, empowering, a patriotic uh, show, almost as good as the, uh, the American Adventure in my mind, I, I think it's just such a great show, it gets a bad rap of being a little boring, but it's so good. If you have time, go see it, folks. Once I finished with the presidents, it was time to go over to Tomorrowland. Uh, as I walked out the door, the Main Street, the first showing of the Main Street Electrical Parade was going on. Um, and so I walked almost straight into it. But because I missed so much, I didn't want to stick around and watch or try and record it. They were still another showing later. Uh, so I wanted to go... Uh, catch another ride or two so i headed over to tomorrowland and caught stitch's great escape
Now you people are not ready for level twos. So we'll start with the ones, you know, common criminals of the cosmos. Like this hairy hoodlum over here. He's in for jaywalking between the moons and Jupiter. When perpetrators like him are caught, they are teleported here into one of these tubey things. And then they have to deal with me. Now, I, it's not the world's greatest attraction, but you know what? I like it. It's kind of hokey. It's kind of fun. Uh, very simple. Uh, and, of course, it's in binaural, too, so that's always a great thing for me. Uh, good show, as always. Everything seemed to be working, uh, and really, I, I appreciate this ride. I think it's fun. As I finished with that, I went over towards uh, the hub because I wanted to see Wishes, and I like my spot i've got a favorite spot pretty much right on the bridge between tomorrowland and fantasy er, and the hub and you can really get a good view of the castle it's you're close enough that you can see the castle and the projections on it and you're not too close that you can't see the fireworks behind because you're offset so it may not be exactly the best view to showcase the fireworks going up over the castle but you still get to really enjoy it and you can hear the soundtrack and it's just perfect so i was able to get a spot there it was pretty crowded already because i was getting there like five minutes before the show started so it worked out though fireworks went off it was gorgeous just as much fun as i always remember that really is one it probably my favorite fireworks show in the parks I finished the fireworks and you know what? It's time to go ride some more rides because I've still got a couple hours before the park closes. I have had requests to go do the the teacups, which I'll play later at some point. And I've never been on them. So I decided this is a good time as any. Uh, quickly run over to the teacups and I only had to wait for like five minutes. So it was perfect. Rode the teacups by myself. If you saw that on Twitter, I posted a picture. Um, and it was fun. You know, it's not the world's greatest attraction in my mind. It's just kind of interesting. Uh, it's a very carnival ride in my mind, but very well themed. After that, I headed back into Tomorrowland because I wanted to ride the TTA. And, you know, you, you never know. It may work out that I could ride uh, Space Mountain 2 or something. So as I get back onto the TTA, it's taken me around. And we get into Space Mountain, and it's 101. It's closed, actually, and all the lights are on. It's really cool. So I tried to snap some pictures. Everything's blurry, unfortunately. Uh, it 
it was just moving too fast or the reflections off the glass but it was just cool to see the tracks and like everybody says you don't realize how close you are to the, the tracks around you it's a really tight fit in there um as we come back around the front of uh tomorrowland i realized i'm missing the the show on the castle i, I hadn't realized that it was going on i'd forgotten that my friend said to go see the, the the new castle show uh let the memories begin i think and i totally forgot about it and so you could see it going on and the projection on that thing is amazing videos don't do this justice folks it is just awesome go see it it really is very cool so i finished with the attraction and i wanted to go ride big thunder mountain and maybe catch splash mountain uh before the main street electrical parade comes through that part of the area which I knew I'd have a little more time because it starts down on Main Street and finishes up there. So I quickly run through the hub, and they were still showing Let the Memories Begin uh, on the castle, so I got to see a little bit more of that as I walked through. Went straight back to Frontierland, uh, got into Big Thunder Mountain with no weight, and uh, with my Fast Pass, I was right onto the attraction. It was perfect, and as I got there... I got the first car. I think that's the first time I've ever been in the very first car right behind the train. So it was really kind of interesting for me. It, it, it was definitely a different perspective on the ride. Um, a lot of fun, really. If you get a chance to ride in the front car, do it. It opens up your eyes to seeing more of the attraction. You don't have people in your way. You do have the train, but you can really kind of see around it. It's not that bad. As Big Thunder finished, uh, I didn't really have time to do Splash at that point, so I opted to just go get uh, some popcorn, some ice cream, to stake out a spot, uh, and just sit down and wait for the the parade to begin. And it was just a perfect, relaxing finish to uh, the day. Uh, Main Street Electrical Parade is really very good. I'm not usually a big fan of the nighttime parades. I really like the soundtrack to Spectro, Spectro Magic. Uh, but and I'm not a big fan of the Main Street Electrical Parade soundtrack, but it was very good. The show, though, the lights and the the floats are all pretty much the same. Yeah, there's a little bit of differences here and there, but it was still it's a really good show. So if you've got kids, they'll love it. I still had characters interacting with me because, of course, I, it, it was not crowded at all at this point. Go see the second showing of anything. There's no crowds. Everybody's gone by that point. So it was perfect.
parade finished, I went all the way over to Fantasyland to walk back through the backside of the castle. It was just beautiful. I had time before my return shuttle home, so I took my time. I got back outside, uh, took the hotel monorail line again because the crowds were still so heavy trying to get out of the park. And made it to the TTC and had no problems making it to my shuttle and returned home. Uh, And oddly enough, I had the exact same driver that had gotten me here. This day, I actually had figured out that if I call, I can maybe get a later return ride home. And so it worked out great. And it was the exact same driver. And she laughed because she said, you know, when I heard that there was somebody they need to pick up at the Magic Kingdom, I figured it would probably be you. And sure enough. Now, day three was at Epcot. There had been some rain clouds in the sky. uh, So it's kind of keeping it covered. But the temperature is not rising too much. It, ha- it hasn't just been like brutally hot and humid. There's actually a nice little breeze. My shuttle uh, was so late this time, they actually sent a cab for me to pick me up and take me directly to Epcot. This was great. And this is when I realized I could actually also switch my uh, parks too. So that worked out good too. Um, but I, on the way over, I realized I'd forgotten my recorder. So unfortunately, I've got nothing from day three. So uh, we'll just go with what I've got as far as memories. Um, my friend was also a little late to arrive. Uh, he got caught up in work and got caught in the storms as well. But once he arrived, it was great. He got me in and we headed straight back and took a ride on Spaceship Earth. Uh, again, a lot of fun good attraction i love the changes that they made to it and we just talked almost the whole way through it i hope we didn't offend people that were riding around us but it was just so fun to ride it with another fan of disney attractions and just be able to chat with them about their ideas of things that are going on what they see and what i see and what we know about uh behind the scenes type stuff it was just fun uh and one of his traditions is always to go to club cool whenever he goes to epcot and so he went over, he and I ran in, got a couple quick drinks, and then we parted ways one more time. At this point, it's now you know, early evening, it's like 6 o'clock, I'm getting kind of hungry, but I wanted to at least get one other ride in, um, and I decided to do Mission Space, because usually that line's the shortest. Soren was running like a two-hour wait at this point, so I wasn't about to try and do that. So I went over to Mission Space, because test and Test Track's closed too, so... Mission Space, no wait again, got straight in. Uh, the attraction, of course, was very fun. I actually rode with uh, a family who had, hadn't been on it before, uh, father and son, and they were both looking forward to it. And I had a uh, single gentleman on my other side who also hadn't been on it before. And everybody seemed to really enjoy it. I enjoyed the attraction again. Um, it, it really is a lot of fun. You can really feel the effects, and the, those effects are just awesome. After Mission Space, uh, I knew I was hungry, and I was kind of thinking uh, dinner in World Showcase is nothing better. So, again, you know, I'm going to just try my walk-up attempt uh, at a couple different places. And the first place you come to, of course, is Mexico. Now, I haven't been to the new places, so I decided, well, let's just see what happens. So I walked into the La Hacienda and asked if, the, if there was any way they could squeeze a one in. And they said, yeah, sure, probably in about 20 minutes. So... Uh, you know, I looked at my watch and I thought to myself, okay, well, this could work out. Uh, I'll be inside probably close to the time of fireworks and it might be interesting to, to watch from this point of view. And I really want to eat there. And the last time I didn't wait for 20 minutes, I wasn't able to get into a place. So I sat down and waited and all in about three minutes, I said, all right, you ready? Perfect. So 
I got to go right back and had a spot uh, sitting in one of the booths uh, at kind of the back end of the room, but looking out of those windows overlooking the the lagoon, and it just was just beautiful. Um, and the restaurant is just gorgeous. And the food, man, that it's really good food. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. I got a, a, a queso... Uh, cheese uh, sauce that I wanted to uh, try. Uh, they gave you fresh flour tortillas that you uh, got to put the queso into, and it was it was the sort of queso fresco. It was a little bit thicker. It wasn't just like uh, queso sauce. Uh, it was actually like warm melted cheese. I ate that for my appetizer, and for my entree, I got the the fish. The, I think it was tilapia. Oh. Uh, the the waiter suggested it, Get and he wasn't ticket. mistaken. That that really was some of the best fish I think I've ever had. Um, so good. So if you ever go there, get the fish. It's so worth it. It's a little expensive, but so worth it. Um, I finished up my meal, and I still had probably 30 minutes before the fireworks show. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get up. I'm going to go out. And see if I can stake out a really cool yep. spot. I was already thinking about trying to run over to the Hollywood Studios and maybe try and catch Phantasmic, we which was going to go off about a half hour later. Uh, the the fireworks, the Illuminations was at 9 o'clock at Epcot, yeah. and Phantasmic was going to be at like 10.30, but the park closed at 10. So I figured if I could get over to uh, to the Hollywood Studios, by 10 o'clock I'd be able to get in and be able to catch a ride. Or catch the show, and uh, so I worked my way up to Italy and found ended up, you know, that private party area where they usually have it blocked off. That was actually open, so I went out onto that little island and found a spot right on the edge where I was standing closest to the uh, the American Gardens Theater. And there was a, another couple of uh, guys standing there setting up video cameras on tripods and tying them off to the to the railing so they had nobody in front of them. I got to talking to them, found out they're actually from right here in Louisville, real close to me. Um, and they were actually putting together some videos that they put on YouTube. They're really kind of getting into the Disney Park YouTube thing. Uh, someday I'll, you know, share their link when, they, when they've got their site up and everything working. But they, they had two cameras and they were really working on trying to get good angles. And I set up my camera and my still camera next to them and was taking pictures. And we just had a good time chatting while we were waiting for the show to start. Um, Illuminations, great as always. Really enjoyed the fireworks. They were they were really good. And it finished right at 9.30, and so I decided I packed up my stuff, thanked the guys, talked to them later. Uh, we had swapped business cards, and I've already heard from them. So I uh, headed out to uh, the International Gateway and was hoping to make it across and talk to somebody and ask, you know, how long does it take to get over to Hollywood Studios? And they said, you know, by ferry, it's... Or by boat because it was so busy it's going to take too long but on foot you can make it in about 30 minutes which is right at you know what time they close so i was like okay well if i walk fast maybe 25 and i'll have no problem so i started booking it and made it all the way around to boardwalk and that's a cool space at night boardwalk is just hopping there's so much going on there were street performers and live entertainment it was just and all the fun carnival type rides or games and stuff it really is just very cool uh i really want to stay there sometime anyways so i made my way through and i missed my turn next thing i knew i was like headed over to the swan and dolphin and 
I started panicking. I pulled up my phone, looked at my GPS, and realized yeah. I missed the turn. And so I started running and ran all the way through, like? back through part of the boardwalk and down along the canal back towards Hollywood Studios. And it just, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to make it. I knew it. To. And so I just ran as long as I could. And I ended up running all the way up to the front gate and made it with about 15 minutes. So it worked out great. So I've got 15 minutes to kill. I'm dripping sweat, and I didn't want to go sit down and wait for the for Fantasmic. So I decided, let's go see if I can get onto Tower of Terror. That usually doesn't have too bad of a wait. It's right there by Fantasmic. I went into the queue, and it was not moving. It was really slow. It was act- I was standing outside. I'm still dripping sweat. I'm hot. And this family in the Fast Pass line decided they were done. They weren't going to wait. It's taking too long. So they turned around they turned to the family in front of me which was three people and said look we've got four fast passes you want them and they took them and the guy looked at me and said you're by yourself yeah and here and so the four of us all went over to the fast pass line and it opened back up and started moving almost immediately i was inside in no time and cooling off it was great and made it into the tower of terror and rode the ride again another great ride not quite as exciting this time without the thunderstorms but still a lot of fun so got to go up and down and once we finished came out and headed over for phantasmic and made it there with about five minutes to spare uh picked up an ice cream bar uh, to kind of top off my evening and hop, uh, went down and found a seat sitting dead center uh asked the guy you know i can see seats for one person you mind if i cut down there he's like yeah go ahead that's fine because they were trying to usher us around to the other side um and again, this is the, the late showing, so it's not too crowded. I didn't have to go to like that standing room only area. It was great. So got a spot sitting front row or sitting center and right in the middle and it was perfect view and it was just a, a great evening. Uh, I, I enjoy Fantasmic. I think it's really good and as far as stories go, it's one of the best. Uh it's still not quite up there with wishes. I don't know if I like it more than Illuminations because I really like the Inferno Barge, but you know, two fireworks show in one night. You can't really go wrong. So it was a fun evening. So as Phantasmic ended, I realized there's no way I'm going to make my shuttle, which was supposed to be picking me up in the next, like, two minutes out front. Um, and I wanted to call them and warn them to kind of wait, because if I could make it, then I would. But they looked at the schedule and they decided, oh, let's bump you for, and we'll get you a shuttle in the next hour. So I now had an hour to kill. So as I walked out of the Phantasmic area and walked back into sunset and it was just perfect there was nobody around it was nice and quiet and uh i went and actually found a spot on a bench and just watched the last of the people trickling out and just really enjoyed listening to everything that was going on around me and watching uh, the lights and just really soaking up the ambiance i slowly made my way out and sat on another bench now outside uh the park right there by by the canal where the water and the the flagpoles and everything else are and it was just it was really nice to just sit there and listen to the music and look at the park all lit up it's really very pretty and i slowly made my way back to the shuttle area and uh caught my ride back to the hotel and it was perfect now i think for today's memory let's do probably one of the more more popular ones i've ever put out the tta Memory 43 is my most downloaded memory, and it never gets old. So sit back, relax, close your eyes, and come with me as we take a quick tour around Tomorrowland.
Thank you.
Acknowledging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm your flight to the moon.
enjoy Micro Zap's Get Palmish Pounds at Monsters Incorporated platform. Share the fun. So part two is done. Next week will be part three of the with the whole family. We'll have interviews with some of them, plus audio memories from the parks, just like this one. Then we'll return to be returning back to our original format once again. As always, if you'd like to make a request or leave some feedback, stop by the WDW Memories website at www-memories.net. There you'll find out how to contact me, leave me feedback on the show, connect with me on Google+, Facebook, and Twitter, view photos on Flickr, and videos on YouTube. And don't forget, you can always reach me on the voicemail line at 336-WDW-MEM0 and leave your request or feedback that way. If you like the show and you want to help others find it, a review on iTunes will help move us up that search results list, or maybe mention us in a tweet on Facebook, on Google+, or Pinterest, or whatever your social media of choice is to help get the word out about the show. Finally, if you'd like to help support this podcast in some small way, you can click the donate button where you'll be redirected to PayPal, here you can make a one-time donation or recurring donation of any amount you like. And don't forget to check out the affiliate links on our website for other great information that also helps support this show. As I said before, these funds have gone to help pay for the purchase of this new recorder and will continue to help with the needs of this show. So thanks again for listening and join me again next week as we relive another Walt Disney World memory. Bye. <laughs>